Hello, friends, and welcome back to another podcast of Women at the Well Ministries, where we believe that all of us have to come to Jesus like the woman at the well in John chapter 4. Our highest priority is making God real in your life. Whether you are listening in our app, in your favorite podcasting app, or on our website at watwm.org, we invite you to sit down with us as we look to the scriptures to learn more about God and to strengthen your daily walk with Jesus Christ. God has promised to teach you what you need to know. You must seek him, his word, and his spirit. Mistakes are made when you don't know the facts, rules, or ways of a matter. The sooner you learn them, the better off you are. Join us in this program, Learn While You Are Young, as Kim Miller of Woman at the Well Ministries takes us through Psalm seventy-one, seventeen, which says, O God, thou hast taught me from my youth, and hitherto have I declared thy wondrous works. Hello, and thank you for joining us in this broadcast of Woman at the Well Ministries. And it's interesting to me how wonderful a feeling it is when we set out to do something and we know how to do it. And then when we have completed that task, how we feel when it has gone well and it's been effective. Yet, as Christians, we often call ourselves Christians and we often identify with other Christians, but we never really think about, some of us, how it is that we're to live our life. We just get up, and the fact that we're a Christian doesn't seem to have any bearing on who we are at all as far as what it is we're doing to understand what we should do that day. And I find that remarkable. Perhaps not remarkable in a good way, but remarkable, because the Bible is written that we might know him. He tells us that these things have I written that ye may believe and know who he is. Yet many of us do not include studying God's word in our daily activity, maybe even our weekly activity. We kind of feel like, okay, we go to church or we listen to broadcasts on the radio and that's where I'm going to get fed. And I pray that you go to a good God-fearing, Bible-believing church. And I pray that you do listen to programs such as ours that are based on the Bible and that are filled with his word. But that's no excuse or no substitute for you studying God's word. And then I often hear from people that say, well, when I get older, I'm going to do that. Well, I want to tell you a couple of things. One thing As you get older, you may think you're going to have more time, but from experience, I know that isn't the case. You're always going to just have 24 hours a day, and the world is always going to be pulling at you, and you can plan every hour of every day out if you choose. And you can plan it so that you're doing things that are productive and what God would have you to do, or you can fill it up with things that aren't. But you will have no trouble passing the time so don't get caught up in that devil's lie that says okay i'm not going to study today but i'll study tomorrow i'm not going to make that a daily habit 
this week, but I'll start it next week because you're not going to get any more time than what you currently have. And that is a truth. There's also a truth in the statement that when I understand who God is or get a better understanding of who God is, then I can better serve him and I can certainly enjoy our relationship more. The Bible says that Christ came that we might have life and that we might have it more abundantly. And from Genesis to Revelations, he has written these words, not only that we would believe, but that we would understand what we need to know in order to live the life that he would have us to live. And I really want to implore you young folks to get your head in the Bible now. Many of you older folks listening to this message, you've already learned and understood that you need to get your head in the Word. And you need to get your heart opened to what God has to say in His Holy Word. But sometimes as children we forget that, or as parents we forget to instill that in our children. One of the greatest gifts my parents gave me was an insatiable appetite for the Scriptures an absolute desire to want to read them and to understand what they had to say and to be able to allow them to pour over my heart and my mind that I might understand who God is. The Bible says that I've hid his word in my heart that I might not sin against him. That's what the psalmist David said. And we as Christians need to do the same. In 2 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 15, it says, Study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We need to know what the Bible says in order to let others know what is expected of them, what God can do, and more importantly, for us to know what is expected of us and what it is that we can do through and by Jesus Christ. In Isaiah chapter 55 and verse 6, we are given these words. And there's several pieces of scripture that I would like to read in your hearing just to help us really see what it means in the word of God for us to study. I mean, it's not just an idea that somebody has come up with. It is the word of God, and he has told us what he would like for us to do and what he'd like for us to know. In Isaiah 55, verse 6, he says, Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. In Matthew 7, verse 7, he says, Ask, and ye shall receive. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. Now is the time for us to learn what God would have us to know. Now is the time for us to study so that tomorrow he can bring it to our remembrance that we could use it. It's interesting to me, I don't know any of us who would go days without eating, yet we will go days without feeding on the word of God. And we can find many reasons why we shouldn't, well, never why we shouldn't read the Bible, but we find many reasons why we don't. And we get ourselves too busy. But these are all things that I hope we can put in our heart and in our mind to help us see why it is we need to be concerned about the time we spend or the lack of time we spend in the Bible. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 7 
And verse 2, keep my commandments and live, and my law as the apple of thine eye. If you haven't read his word, then how are you going to know what it is that his commandments are that he's imploring you to learn and to listen? It's incredibly important that we understand what's expected of us. We don't work our way into salvation. There's nothing we can do to earn it. But James tells us that we will have works because of the work in us. And in 1 John chapter 5 and verse 3, he says this, For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous to us. If we want to show God that we love him, we need to keep his commandments. And in doing so, we're able to express to the God of the universe, the King of kings, the Lord of lords, our personal Savior, that we love him because we're following after his ways. But we must know what those are in order to follow them. I'm not saying that you have to be a Bible scholar. I'm not saying that you have to know everything from Genesis to Revelations. But I am saying that as a Christian, you are responsible for all that he has written in his book. And you are responsible to live Christ-like. And there are promises in his Bible that if you don't read them, you don't know what they are. Therefore, you can't claim them. And you're missing the peace that they were put in the Bible to give you. There's a peace that passeth understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory found in serving and walking with the Lord. But if you're not studying his word and you don't know his promises, if you've never read in his word that he'll never leave you nor forsake you, then you might feel that you're all alone. If you've never read that he will supply all of your needs according to his riches, you may doubt where your next meal may come from. If you never read where he said that he would supply your every need and that he would also give you the strength you need to do those things that you need to do, then you may wonder, how am I going to do the task that God has set before me? If you've not read his word, then you may find yourself in a situation where you don't know what to do. You don't know what the answer is. You don't know what it is you should do. Especially if you're not praying. But oftentimes when we pray, he will lead us to his word for the answer. In Deuteronomy chapter 11, beginning in verse 26, we have these words. Behold, I set before you this day a blessing and a curse. A blessing if ye obey the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you this day. And a curse if you will not obey the commandments of the Lord your God, but turn aside out of the way which I command you this day to go after other gods which we ha ye have not known. So there's a blessing to be had for following the commandments of God. And there's a curse to be had if we don't follow the commandments of God. It's incredibly important that you know what God says for the peace and so that you can walk in his ways. And so that you can be a light to a, a dark world. And so that you can learn from what others have done. Because the Bible says what he's done for others, he'll do for you. He provided the lamb for Abraham. He provided the ark of safety for Noah. 
He gave a peaceful sleep in the midst of the lion's den for Daniel. He rescued the three Hebrew children from the fiery furnace. He said, if we have faith, but that of a grain of a mustard seed, that we could move mountains. He said that he's coming back again. He told us that marvel not that I say unto thee, ye must be born again. He told us that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. These are all truths that we all need to know. But the younger you learn them, the quicker you can get them into your heart, the more they'll allow you to not sin against God, and the more your life will be abundant for him. He will save you and he will forgive you, regardless of your age. But the heartache and the trouble and the consequences of sin, because be not deceived, God is not mocked. For whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. Those are the things we want to avoid by allowing the grace of God to cleanse us and to take care of us and to wash us and so that our sins are forgiven and that our life is meant with a purpose for him and he can use us and we can have that peace that passeth all understanding and a joy unspeakable and full of glory all because we know him and we feast daily on his word. Thank you for joining us in today's podcast. You can visit the show notes for quotes from today's podcast and scripture references. We pray today has been a blessing and we encourage you to reach out to us through our app, our website, or our Facebook page. You can find our app by searching for Woman at the Well Ministries in your app store or through our website at watwm.org. We're on Facebook at facebook.com slash watwm. If you visit our website, you'll be able to subscribe to Bible Bits, a daily devotion written by Kim and delivered Monday through Friday by text message. Woman of the Well Ministries is a nonprofit organization dedicated to serving our Heavenly Father, and it is through your loving and generous support that our ministry continues to bless others. To learn how to partner with Woman at the Well Ministries, please visit our website. Thank you to the gospel group Fudge Creek for letting us use their hit song, Happy Girl. We greatly appreciate your prayers. We are praying daily for our listeners. Remember that God loves you. You are loved.
happy girl.